What's happening, people? You're locked to another episode of Thinking Out Loud with myself, Jermaine, and my co-host, Ben. Today, we've got a special guest with us, Joshua, all the way from India, joining us to talk about his grief, his story about his girlfriend who was murdered. During our conversation, we do mention suicide and the trauma he went through uh, dealing with the loss, just to let you guys know. Other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. look crazy to others in accepting our grief for example it, my story is that uh, on the 1st july 2019 my yeah. partner was murdered Ooh. and it's there's there's no way to put around it you know and for the longest time i've been trying to hide it i think for about a year or so i was like it was, it was an accident you know it was something to do with unnatural death and so on i didn't really say it but now i've started to say it and we tend to make all sorts of you know how we accept it depends on us and what uh, jomain and i we spoke about was the difference between a natural and an unnatural death my partner was 22 when she passed away and you know someone who uh, whose parents died they, they might be a bit you know older but no one's to say what's old and young i think in this it's just defined by people people who are not experienced in grief and the one thing that we really, that i really find interesting found interesting was the fact that sometimes we even find a privilege in our grief as we spoke about and for instance for me uh, my memory of my girlfriend my the whole concept uh, of the person after death is very beautiful because it was not um, harmed by a physical illness and how once body degrade once you get um, something like cancer or tuberculosis and all sorts of illnesses that we have in the world right now so i think that that has been our talking point uh, of last time right Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a really powerful story, Joshua. Um, yeah, really applaud you for that. Um, I could relate in a way because um, I, there were there, I think there will be days there where I would lie to certain friends or people about um that my dad passed away, but my mum was still alive. Not because um, you know, I wanted to look good, but because I didn't want to explain the whole. story of you know um what um what happened because um 
I think as soon as I do, it's like I have to explain the whole story and it's like I don't want people to feel like I'm putting um, a burden on, on them, if that makes sense. So, some, so that's why I, I would lie just to get out of the... the mm, the, um, the conversation, you know, if makes sense. I don't know if you could relate to that, Jermaine, or you did um, it. Um, I think for me, it's like um, my, my, my fear was like, I, 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 you know, like it's kind of like it seems normal to lose like one parent, yeah. So, so you know, like. In, in, in a weird way, it's not normal. It's it, well, it's normal, it's not normal, but it seems for me, I felt like it was normal to lose one parent because it's almost as if, oh, you know, you lost your mom. Oh, sorry to hear that, but there's still one parent there. But then when you say both parents, it's almost like, oh, that feels a bit, you know, like, like both parents, that must be tough. And it's like that kind of uh, embarrassment. There shouldn't be embarrassment because it's, it's not my fault. Like like, I, like we said, Joshua, like we, I didn't choose this grief. You know, but I think it's just embarrassing because it doesn't feel like I don't feel like I'm normal. Like it doesn't seem like a normal experience. You know, losing someone in in you know like your early stages of life where like you know you're still growing up, you're still figuring things out. So now when you have to kind of c- come to that reality, you know, sometimes you might not want to say something because you feel like maybe people can't handle it. Oh, because a lot of the time, you know, like people around you may not know what you're going through because they haven't lost someone. You know, and you kind of feel a bit like left out or oh, because you know I've lost someone. How am I going to explain this? But then like looking back now with that, that like I haven't like started this, um, I would say journey of talking about it more, you know, you, you come to realize actually there's people, I don't, you know, I don't like saying people have it, oh, there's always someone that has it worse, but it, going back to the whole thing of like, you know, like there's a privilege, even in your, even though you lost, I lost both parents, there's still a privilege that I have that I can say, you know what, yeah, I lost both parents, but but I can tell the story because it's, it's not a matter of any sort of like, um, how can I put it? Um, how do I explain it? So like I lost both parents and it was just due to like just illnesses. Yeah. Whereas the people who lost both parents, and maybe it might be due to like, oh, both parents died in a car, in a, in a car accident. See, like, uh, yes, it's, it's, it's the same loss, but then there's a privilege in, 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 in that because I can say, oh, I lost both parents, did I do this, and I, I don't feel uncomfortable, whereas someone, someone else might feel uncomfortable because, oh, I lost both parents, which is already is, is hard, but in a car crash, it's like, how do you, like... So that's why when I, when I say there's a privilege and grief, I don't mean, like, you know, like I have it better than someone else, but it's understanding that, like, there's privilege in our grief, but it's understanding that, like, you know... Need to be mindful of that. That's why, like, sometimes when you once you do meet people who've lost um, people in their life and they've made peace with certain things, it's not up to us to question or what. Oh, how can you be cool with that? Like, you know, if that was me, but then it's not you. Do you know what I mean? So, like, and in a way, in a strange way, and I don't think I mentioned this. That that same privilege we have is probably what allows us to make a bit of peace, because had had my parents maybe like they were murdered or would I would I be here talking to you guys I don't know it's, it's going to be a lot of on the mind it's going to be a lot so even though it's, it's still it's still sad you know what I mean but unfortunately it could be worse do you know what I'm saying so it's like I, I understand I understand my, my position I understand my grief so that's why me I'm mindful of other people's grief so like when I do come across people like yourself today you know you, you've lost someone to maybe not in the sense where like a parent but you've lost someone close to you and 
how the person passed is is tragic. So I so it won't be up to me to come up to you and say, oh well, you know, how can you be okay with with that that they that they were they were murdered? Like how you know how if that was me, I wouldn't be comfortable. But it's not it's not me, you know. Like I, so you have to kind of get to a place where you you know everyone's journey is different and every everyone's story is hard, man. It's hard. Like it's very difficult. So you can't. I think it's it's up to us. And when I say us, I mean those who've experienced grief to make it easier for the next person we come across. Because yes. in, in this, like, just think of like um, grief as this big bubble. Yeah, we're all in it. Like if if we're all kind of like, you know, uh, just kind of like keeping to ourselves to one side and then there's someone who's kind of, di- who, their grief is different and we're kind of like making them feel isolated. How, how, is, how, is, how, are they, how is that person going to heal from that or, or or get to a point where they've made peace with the grief if we're not helping you know what i'm trying to say like yep. you yeah you know we can't save the world but we can help people around us you know so like it's understanding like privileges with what comes with our grief and you know understanding that like you know yeah we can't imagine something because it's we don't it's not us you know like for, for a very very long time i kept thinking why me and why would this happen to me i'm i've been fairly good in life yeah, but it's just you know something we tell ourselves that okay maybe it's not supposed to happen to us maybe it's supposed to happen to worse people around us and i'm being very very honest when i say this you do feel like why couldn't this happen to someone else why it has to be me one you know has to that has to go through with this but i also realized if i keep thinking like this i'm not going to go anywhere i'm going to stay stuck in one place just thinking about it and it might feel uh, triggering to people who find it hard to move on from grief or you know or because we all have our own time frame in how we move forward in life because i don't think moving on really happens you move forward to taking uh, the story with you and i thought for a very long time why did it happen to me why and but i realized if you keep thinking why me you're not going to go anywhere and one of the things that um i remember making peace with was the fact that the person who did it was not there anymore he was also dead and i've spoken to people with who who has have lost their close one with you know uh, while in crime and one of the things that they find really hard is the fact that um the person who did the uh, uh, perpetrator might still be out or in prison i find um peace in the fact that he's not in the world anymore there is no one to be angry at i was angry for but i was not angry it might seem very surprising for a lot of people but i was not angry at the person who did it for a very long time maybe less i was angry in months maybe weeks but as soon as i realized that he's not there anymore I, there is no one to be you know get express anger to i found some peace with it the more journey of uh, the, the way that i made peace with it was also the fact that i actually got to say my goodbyes uh, because the incident happened at night what i think i got to say my goodbyes is the fact that every night we would text each other and you know call up each other and just tell that okay i'm going to sleep if you're doing work do it well and when you sleep and i love you good night 
and i did that the day that it happened i got time to listen to her voice uh, text her that I, how much i loved her and also say good night but these um realizations that i'm saying it, it does not come very easy because the same things that make me accepted it might be you know triggering for me for example i spoke to her the last time you know and i did not know that it would be a last time i think i've worked really hard on myself to look at the positive side of life to not be you know put down by all the negatives and sometimes i do i as i also mentioned in my story uh, if you go to my pages i do suffer with uh, post traumatic stress and the whole part of the, the illness is that you go in flashbacks you go back in time and you start to relive the moment emotionally or physically so i feel it's more important for me to work on myself so that and who says you cannot live a life you cannot laugh you cannot smile to be very honest i sometimes i laugh most more than most people in the room and sometimes i even uh, most of the time i do laugh more than them because who says you cannot do all that and i think the people the one person who probably says that is myself my own uh, what i feel about myself so i also realized it's about forgetting uh, forgiving yourself and that is something that if i have to put it in a journey and you know so right now i'm in the process of forgiving myself that okay i can live a life which is happy and i'm working towards this and uh, towards it and i do for a- anyone who might be watching it or might be checking out just going through it i do have to say that you know no matter how bad it is first of all things could get worse as jermaine says and it gets better i have i just have to say that it, it does get better maybe for you it might be 5 years maybe 5 months maybe a weeks but don't let yourself feel guilty if you're you know yeah. finding happiness no I, i think i think it's true but what one thing i've gathered of what you said is is making peace and i think that's you see the thing with peace sometimes it's not it's not a like it's subjective so what what you what what you how you see peace is different from i how how i see peace or how ben sees peace so it, i think sometimes we kind of we kind of think of it as this whole like you know i'm i'm over it so okay i've made peace with it i'm over i must i'm happy that this is you know like it's it's not it's not that that simple like you know and that's this is what i'm saying it's like this back to privilege and peace like because you know like the i feel like the two go hand in hand because mm-hmm. again like i'm only going to use myself because i don't i don't feel like i want to speak for anyone else like if my stressing was different where like it was yes it was like i lost both parents but it was due to something very traumatic would i be at peace i don't i don't i don't know that so like but it's not so so i feel like subconsciously part of the reason why i'm able to like be how i am and be in a position where like i can talk about it freely is is because you know how you know they didn't you know they didn't suffer you know it wasn't um like there was some sort of uh you know like like even when seeing the bodies it wasn't you know there was there was no like you know nothing like traumatic that that like leave me with just 
so many answers and like or or, or it wasn't even someone that we're like it, it, it was a murder we're like you know did, did a person did they catch the person you know it, it wasn't that so like I want to when I when I and just for everyone listen when I say privilege I don't mean like oh like I'm just this person who doesn't care about everyone else but, mm-hmm. but when I when I talk about privilege I mean like there's privilege in in the way like you know we don't choose our grief we don't choose our grief but it's privilege in the way that what we make peace with so when I say the two go hand in hand I say that because like what allows us to make peace is because of our privilege you know um, like in your case you said the reason why you 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 are at peace with yours with it is because the person who who murdered your your partner is no longer here had had that person still be here i'm not saying you won't, i'm not saying you won't make peace but it might be different you know exactly. so it's, it's those things as well like and that's why like sometimes when we when i come across people who are still kind of in that stage of like they want answers or they have questions because the, the death of their loved one like it was it wasn't as you know it wasn't it sounds weird to say, oh, I wasn't like a smooth death. That's not, but you know, you know, when I say smooth death, I mean like it wasn't a death where, you know, like okay, it was an illness, and you know, we got to say our goodbyes, we got to we got to spend a a good couple of good amount of times with them. But there were some people, it's like their death, they they lose someone. Like I said earlier, like they lose someone, or oh, because it was a car crash. You're probably thinking, okay, like was the the person driving? Was it what happened? You know, did they catch that? Just so many different things that you're, and on top of that, you're dealing with grief. On top of that, you're dealing with the fact that your parents are no longer here. So it's like, it's, it's like one thing starts against each other. You know, one so- thing that I also realized is the fact that <clears throat> uh, when you tell someone, like uh, in my case, I did not explicitly tell everyone that it has happened, although it was on the news. But a lot of people not around me were not aware of. The fact that it had happened so it's quite funny that people assume that it might be illness or might be you know an accident per se but no one imagines it to be you know something like this so i don't know where it comes from but the fact that the first thing that people think about is illness and what's more funny is the fact if you tell them that okay it was this illness even if it was illness if you tell them the conversation is cut short. It's not that much. It's just very narrow, very, you know, yeah. a short conversation that, okay, they were going through this. What I've heard also is the fact that they're in a better place right now. They're not suffering. And they, you know, somehow trying to make it better, which I do people, when we tell other people that this, this has happened, they do try to make, they do try to make it make us feel better and make the grief make more sense for us because but but the thing is it's not for them to make sense it's for us to make sense and a lot of things that we might say that actually make sense might not make sense to them yeah exactly this this is this is what what it is because like like even just even just when me and, and ben met um you know, I didn't. I didn't really kind of. Um, I didn't really question you about oh, like what happened and this like that. Like if you if you were to tell me, okay, you know, this happened, my mom. Like you told me, we spoke about your mom, like and your dad, how they passed. But I never, I never once questioned why you why you've done this. Why, like because it's not it's not up to me. What makes sense? The most important thing in 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 this journey is what makes sense to you. That's 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 it. It doesn't it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. Like because I I tell you what because 
if it makes sense to you and, and you're able to to mentally function again, then that's that's it doesn't matter what, what it looks like to everyone else. Yeah, I think because we were able to relate straight away, like we didn't have to explain ourselves because we know that we've both been through it and obviously we can connect straight away, you know, with um just getting to know each other. Exactly. Like it doesn't it doesn't have to, you know, like and you see what it when it comes to like even because I'm I think I'm even guilty of this sometimes. Well, when things we don't understand, yeah, we either want answers to it or we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't. If it's too complex, we just want to leave it alone. You know what? I don't really get what they're going for. I don't really understand that. You know, someone tells me they're suffering from a mental illness. I don't understand. Okay, let me. Just, I don't know what it's like. I don't. Let me not leave it. So when you hear something, oh, you know, this person suffers from. I don't know, let's just say, like, for example, this person suffers from, like, PTSD because, I don't know, they was um, in a war or something. Yeah. Cool. Like, we we we, we, we get it. It's, you know, because the, war, the, because of the war, okay, we've got an explanation. That's it. That's, that's fine. Leave it as that. Yeah. You know, um, this person suffers from mental illness due to, maybe, you know, due to grief. And it's a bit like, oh, well, you don't, and, and, and it's, it's not quite, clear like how the two link it's not you know it's very it's very like quite complex and hard we don't have the capacity to well can we we're all guilty of it we don't have the capacity to kind of like understand you know i don't really get that so let me just yeah let me just leave that you know like because I, I don't i don't get it. but when when you hear someone or oh, someone died or oh, due to cancer oh it's just sad i'm sorry to hear that but we've got an answer it's, it was cancer so that's that's you know yeah. you know so it it, it, it kind of makes sense you know like but the the and to be honest, there's a lot of people that we've that you we come you come across where yet you hear like or sound like they someone's passed their parents passed and it's it's most time it's been it's been cancer and even with that you know like it, from the from the outside looking in it makes sense but okay you know the person died because of cancer you know then there's other people you come across oh someone someone passed away their mom passed away because of of suicide and. Yeah. The, the cause of death is usually overshadowed by how that person was. So, so that person could have been the, the best person, like the, the liveliest person, Bobby. Yeah. But the minute you hear they died because of suicide, you forget about their character. And, and that's the problem because that overshadows that. So, like, you know, you, you might tell people, oh, you know, my girlfriend was murdered. They're not, uh, people might think, oh, but who, how was, who was, what did your girlfriend like? What music did she like? What did yeah, she like I, to do? But Actually, if it's just a murder. You just, you just, you just see a murder. You don't. It kind of overshadows everything else, which is, yeah, yeah. You know, you know so, when when you when you gave that example of a person, you know, coming across a person who has died in a very traumatic death, and just thinking, you know, what what am I supposed to say here? And I laughed, and it was because I've seen that happen many times. Okay, the person just freezing and not knowing what to say, because in my case, that's true. That as you said, people don't really know what to say. Because, and it, it, it takes me back to the initial conversation that we were having. It just sometimes, and I agree with Ben, sometimes we do protect them from what they are about to hear. Yeah. Because they have no idea how to react with it and how to deal with it. I think most of the people, they're not well equipped or just they, they have no understanding about how these things work. And it's not their fault as well. In life, we all get all sorts of cards, and it's we get not such good good cards. They 
other people might get good cards and it's completely fine that's life and you know that has been a very huge source of acceptance for me just to think that it's okay some some people have it worse some people have it I mean you know first of all i think in life we all have struggles there's not one person who does not have any sort of struggle just because my struggles might be you know more than what an average person goes through does not mean that i get to be you know angry at everyone and angry at myself for it uh, everyone comes first secondly the most important that i said that at myself i don't need to be angry at myself <laughs> rather i need to you know forgive myself and it's okay because um let me just explain why do uh, people with a traumatic death might feel like angry at themselves and might have inward anger is the fact that i think we and i'm saying it for myself and if few very close friends who have uh, gone through such experiences is the fact that we think that we might have done something to save them and this has been a very central part of my life since and i i think i will feel this as long as i'm alive but uh, as of now I, i'm dealing with it a lot better and as i said just forgiving myself and working on i i and i'm stating it again i've worked really hard on myself to talk about it to express to go to the rawest of emotion come out from that and you know, just express whatever i'm feeling because it helps yeah it really does help you know i, I want to ask something i guess kind of like to um to both of you like but you know that that instinct of wanting to protect other people first before before ourselves do you think that's just us as humans or just as people going through grief because i feel like because i feel like it's, it's kind of like a a thing of like as as humans we don't want to feel like something like embarrassed over, over something or anything like that so when we tell people certain things that we that, that are quite um not embarrassing but things that are are quite sensitive mm. I don't know you just don't want people to look at you different or 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 treat you different because of what you've said or what you're going through and sometimes I feel like so even even like just take grief aside for one minute some of you might want to not share certain things or you or you act a certain way and if we if, if you bring grief back into it that's probably why like maybe like for myself there was I wasn't telling tell people I lost both parents because I just don't want people feeling so I don't want people feeling sorry for me like you know or I don't want to have to kind of explain why or 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 even like be somewhere and and the conversation just goes awkward because you know you don't know what to say from that like you know like oh and then where do you go from there you lost both parents then it's like okay um the man asks how and then yeah. and, and even that as well is another kind of layer of like oh embarrassing because like how they died maybe it wasn't wasn't um sort of um on like it was traumatic or it was it was some sort of you know you, you know what i mean so again you got so when when you when we look at people who are going through grief this is what i'm saying is like with with the privileges and stuff because for someone who might who lost both parents due to uh a car accident and i don't i don't know i keep using that example but it's just the one that just comes to head to my mind um someone who lost parents due to a car accident it's like that might be it's very like oh oh, oh my gosh i'm so sorry that it's like it's it's, it's a lot it's a lot but again like we said it's not it's not up to 
Like we should make people feel comfortable, no matter what they bring. Even no matter how traumatic the story is, yeah. And I know we're humans; we're not always gonna know what to say. And I, I, I get it; it's understandable. But let's like you know. And I'm talking to myself here. This isn't me saying that I, I, you know, I'm the, I'm the best, or I've, I have a kind of froze when when I've come across certain news about people's grief. But I feel like it's, it's only the only thing you can do in that moment is don't make them feel like don't make them feel alienated. So I, I guess yes. Yeah, so like what, um. Yeah, so with you guys, do, do how do you feel about that in terms of, do you feel like that shame comes from us as being humans or that shame just comes from the grief? I think it might, um, I think a good example I have is um, um, familiarity. So I think people get too familiar when you tell them, when you tell them a story about your grief, like what, what happened, um, I think, they tend to say a certain um, nickname or something to do with the grief, but they don't. But they say it in a way that comes across as um, as an insult, but not in a good way. So I think my issue with that is um, they say a certain phrase to you, but you kind of already know what they're talking about, and obviously you, you don't feel comfortable with it because you know you're. Because um, they don't really understand what it's like to lose someone, um, they won't really understand the process. Um, the process of it, so they just tend to say anything without acknowledging that you're going through something in in private. And um, yeah, I think that's why I probably tend to just avoid talking about it with certain people because it, it just leads to that kind of um, um, scenario which which what I just mentioned so um, but when you when you say a nickname what would you what do you mean like they say a nickname like I, it, ha- it hasn't happened it, it hasn't happened to me personally but there's probably or oh, there's the, there's the guy that lost both parents or oh like okay so they, yeah. they kind of make like alienate you like oh yeah, yeah. But that's that's, that's that's this is what I'm saying though because it's like that and that and that's that that was that was what like, I didn't want especially when like if we if we put it in the context of like not even just people just in in terms of like fr- friendship groups right like you know you your group your group of friends and you're the only person where you know to to have gone through this so you almost feel like I I I felt like that where like with my friends I just felt like the odd one out like because you know everyone's cool everyone's got their parents and you know it's not I wasn't jealous or nothing but it's just like Right now, I don't want attention on me. I don't want it. But right now, I feel like it's like that because I've lost, oh, you know, like, Jay. So I feel like sometimes, but again, like, it's sometimes you have to get out of that, like, not feeling sorry for yourself and and kind of like, you know what? Listen, I've made peace with this. I've owned it and I've owned this. And it's not up to anyone but myself what that peace looks like. You know, my only thing is just to, you know, is to keep, like, you know, thriving and, you know, talking about them in whichever best way I, I see fit, you know, but along the way, along the journey, like in being on this grief journey is that the people, again, like you said, like like yourself who come across and you just, you just have this kind of instant, you know what, like, I don't know what he's, I don't know what, what he's going through, but I just know, like, if you're, if you're happy with, if you're happy, you've made peace with certain parts of the story, then Listen, that's that's what that matters, man. It's not. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna question anything. You, you know, like, like um, 
That's what I mean. So like with you, Joshua, would you say like, are you, do you feel like as humans, we, we have this kind of fear of being um, embarrassed or do you feel like, is it, or do, you feel, do you feel more like that with, with your grief? So like, let's just say prior to you losing um, your partner, when it comes to certain things about yourself, are you, are you, did you, you always think, okay, if I say this, are they going to, what are they going to think of me? I think um, we're already fighting very hard to not make their death, you know, to not let their death define our life. And if we talk about it to other people who might not understand, and as Ben said about uh, the instance with the nickname, people tend to make it the only thing about yourself, which they might not, uh, it might not be their intention or they might not think that how it might affect us. But if, for instance, if I say this to someone, first of all, we don't, there's no, uh, you know, sensitivity to it in everyday conversations. You don't go, you don't go just, you know, talking about it because it's not expected. First of all, it's something different from the normal. I think it's what society has made us feel like, you know, that you are not supposed to talk about death to that much extent in your everyday conversations, right? So for instance, if, if I say this to someone, it just goes back to our conversation, right? They might, first of all, think that I am not normal in some sense. Maybe I'm going through something and they might feel sorry for me. They might pity me or they might try to help me in a very um, sympathetic way. And sympathy is not necessarily good all the time. And second of all, they might think that that's the only thing in my life. Like, I, they, they'll completely forget that, okay, I, I'm a student as well, and I'm a son as well, and I, I, I do sports, and I play the guitar, and I do all sorts of other things in my life. They, they're just going to think that, okay, he wakes up, he thinks about that, he goes to have lunch, he, go, he goes to think about, you know, what happened, what happened, and when he sleeps, he thinks about that all the time. So it's it just what people might make you think, even if they, it's not their intention to. Yeah, now that's 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 a good point because you see what, I, for me personally, I think I had a, a probably a lot of maybe years just thinking, right, like this is just me. Like, even just like with, with the idea of the podcast here, yeah, I did kind of initially, I did kind of think, okay, if, if we start this, are people going to think that's all, that's all we, that's all, that's all we are, just like <laughs> grieving boys. There, there's nothing else to it. But, <laughs> but you see the inse- that insecurity, like you have to, again, you have to make peace with that and know, okay, I know that I'm more than like, I'm more than this. You know, like even like, okay, yeah, okay, how many times we, me, we, me and Ben, we talk, but it's not, yeah, most of the time it is about like, you know, like podcast stuff, but there's, there's, there's more to, like that we we talk about other things. It's not just like right. This is just us. So, but again, I feel like back to this whole like not having to prove yourself to anyone. It's not up to us to say oh like oh like you know if I if I met you in the street look and I, I had a um say my shirt said uh, um, grief boy instead of of, of Benjart yeah, and you you see that <laughs> now you think oh yeah oh oh so grief oh grief boy like, that's. Yeah. So you must have, I don't know, lost someone. And I'm like, oh, well, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm more than grief. Like, I, I like, uh, I support Arsenal, you know, <laughs> I play Xbox. No, no, like, well, yeah. whereas I should just walk with that, I should walk with that shirt because 
and knowing that okay, I'm I'm more than this show. I don't. Someone might see it and think, okay, from the first from the first instant, oh, this that's what he's about. But I don't have to prove anything to you. you yeah, know I, 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 I know I'm not more than that. Yeah, I think people forget that even though you go through grief, you you, you also have a, a personality as well. You have interests as well, and I think if you talk about that to someone that goes through grief, for example, they lost someone, or you you'd ask them, oh, what do you like, you know, to do in your free time?" I think when you ask when you ask that, it tends to ease down the what they're going through, and you tend to talk about something else, not putting them too much focus on them um, losing a a dad a dad or door you know i think it puts them at ease yeah, yeah. but you know, i think it's not about putting others at ease it's more sort of putting ourselves at ease in, in whichever way in whichever you want to do it because but that's the thing that i just feel like I, okay i'm not going to talk say it's a jennifer but i i think for me personally i have this kind of this innate thing of like, you know, I, I need approval from others. I need, you know, I need to make sure that oh, they know that I'm not like that. If I, but sometimes it's exhausting, man. You need to let go of that. Like it's exhausting because, you know, there's people like, um, you know, like we've we've met, yeah. Um, like, and I'm like, yeah, they, 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 cause grief is this big thing, right? It's a, it's a, it's a very, very big thing. Not wrong, it's, it's a huge thing. So on the one hand, I can get why people might not, might, people might see it as white defenders, but this, but like even people doing so much amazing work on grief, but but I know they're more than that. Like um, for example, let me give you an example. Like people we've come across, like um, um, you know, like Shima from Spoken Grief, yeah. I didn't come across the page. Like you know, something like like she. Okay, I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm gonna say something about what she does, but I don't want to put it on the podcast. But yeah, but I know, but through like seeing just like you know, on her socials, I know she's more than just a, a woman who's lost her, her mum, you know, it's the same thing with um, Amber, like, I know, like, from, from seeing her and communicating, seeing her and, and building, building that, building that, that report with them, I know they're more than just that, do you know what I mean, so, like, they don't, they don't need to explain it to me, you know, mm-hmm. they, 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 they don't owe anyone an explanation, we don't owe anyone an explanation, like, you know, your son, yeah, you, your son, you lost, you lost your partner, but you <laughs> You like your tattoos. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. So it's like there's there's more to it. But I think sometimes as well, yeah, like you know, when you do kind of create something to honor the people you've lost, it kind of it kind of seems like okay, right, that's all that there's to it. Yeah, we we do the podcast, but trust me, like I'm not, I'm a human being. Like I, like you, I'm gonna enjoy things. I'm not. I don't. I don't like do this twenty four seven. But it's a big part of me. But it's not. It's not. That's, it's not my whole life you know what I'm trying to say like yeah but, uh, that, that's that's what it is like yeah I agree with Jermaine um I feel like we're more than the grief and obviously it's something that's part of us you you just as well but it's not something that it that we talk about 24 7 you know like we talk about other things as well but we don't want that to be the whole central point you know of it but it's still part of us yeah, you know, and and I think that that's what's one of one of the misconceptions of when you create a space for that grief, whether it's, it's for you to express it or for you to have others express their grief, it doesn't mean that's all there is all there is um to it. Like I don't know how, what example can I use? Like, like I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It's it's kind of weird because 
trying to think of an example. I had an example I was going to use, but I don't know if it's, if it's in the right context. But but yeah, back to what I was saying, I just feel like, you know, it's more than just that. And you know what? It's all about kind of having this vision of, you know, what you want to do with your grief as well. Because, you know, I, I when I lost my parents, I never really thought of what am I going to do with this? It's just like, I'm just right, I'm in the midst of the grief. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm dealing with it. I'm trying to make sense of why this has happened. You know, you know, you know, you say you go through the stages and stuff. Um, and I would even say like with this, like, you know, with this, um, the podcast, it was a thing like I woke up one day and like, right, mm-hmm. this is it. It's a podcast. It just thought, okay, a podcast, you know, and what, what, what do I, what can, what can, what can I, what am I comfortable to talk about? You know, it's, it's grief, you know, um, and sometimes I kind of thought, well, you know, would this kind of mean that, what do I say? But you know what? Would it? Would this kind of mean that that's all I, all there is to me? But you have to let go of those thoughts if you have those thoughts. So if like, you know, you think, wow, are people gonna think this is what I am? Because the the, the bigger purpose is is kind of like your your you have. You are expressing your grief, but at the same time, you're helping others as well. And yeah. you, you know. In, in my uh, case, it's something more permanent because I have tattoos for both my girlfriend and her brother who passed away. And a lot of people, they were like, when I was, you know, just in conversation that I might get tattoos to, you know, memorial tattoos because I read that it helps a lot. Yeah. And I mean, I always thought tattoos were cool, but that, that was not the point. But yeah. I remember when I, you know, wanted to get them, a lot of people were like, you know, maybe you're just 22, you you have a whole life to look forward to. It just made me think, why is it that I cannot, you know, I can maybe get them and also live my life? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm like not able to put it into better expression. Much like, why do people think that we cannot, you know, um, make memorials of them or talk about them in a more concrete way and not live life. Why do they think that it's just, you know, something that's holding us from living yeah. life, which is actually the opposite is true. When I got the tattoos, I, it was also a very, you know, huge step in my journey. It made me feel so comfortable with my grief because now I look uh, in my body and I have a, a, a reminder of what beautiful time I had uh, with my partner and her brother as well and i've got their ages the for even the first tattoo i got was uh, in her memory and people would think things might get hard for me because i look at it and you know get reminded of her but for me it's like i look at that and i get reminded of her in a very good way and i think people do not really understand which is okay, and it's not for them to understand, which is okay that, you know, if we do things in their honor, it's not keeping us from uh, living life or being happy. It's actually facilitating it in some manner. Mm. Yep. That, that's true, because you can live with grief and still have a life. It's not, it's not one or the other. It's not like, but this is what sometimes we maybe us as, as humans fail to kind of realize that you know when we when something as that happens it just like it just takes over you, you feel like it defines you so you know that this is it you know this is you, you know you can't 
be in a position where you're you're talking about it, where like and still like one day you're talking about it, the next you're crying about it, sorry, and the next day you're smiling. It's like no, it must yep. be like constant crying, constant like you know. But it's not that. It's it's not that yep. because what you need to understand is like this. It doesn't end. Like you know, they I'm good today. You know, like come next month, I don't know how I'm gonna be. It's just you know, I don't. It's just it's, that's the journey. Like I'm, I'm just I'm I'm. I'm just moving forward with it. I'm not. I'm not leaving it behind. It comes with me, you know. Like that, and that's what it is. So, like back to what I was saying, because it comes with us. That's why we need to be more, like you know, more intentional and mindful of how we how we treat others who are also coming with their grief as well, you know. Because there's no, there shouldn't be no. Um, there shouldn't. There probably, well, there probably is in some capacity, but sh- I feel like there shouldn't be, you know, like oh, because you know, my grief is different from yours. That means you don't you, like you. I don't deserve more than you because I've I've lost a parent in a certain way, or you know, or I deserve more than them. It's not that. It's not. We all have deserve. We all deserve the same thing, and that is, and that is like peace. We all deserve peace. No, no matter no matter what, no matter what goes on in that story, we all deserve peace. You know. So back to what I was saying is, um, you know, back to the most traumatic of things of when when it when it comes to grief. You know, like either whether it's murder or suicide. You know that person. You know who's who is. Um, uh, apologies, I don't know if I'm saying the term right. Like a suicide uh, survivor. I don't know if that's, that's the right term or someone who who is a a surviving a surviving partner of someone who's been murdered. Like in your case, mm-hmm. you know, whatever piece whatever piece to you that that is up to you. Like I'm not. No one. None of us should make that journey harder because already we know. Like unfortunately, it shouldn't be the case, but we know like that that grief is 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 kind of like wrapped. Around, around around the fact that they've been murdered or wrapped around the fact that uh, this person died by suicide and what it is like and as as the person who's going through it you're probably trying to like one bit by bit take it off take it off but then someone comes along and, and reminds you oh no like oh wow like they oh wow they keep just making it so making you feel isolated then then it becomes harder then then it's then it's got to do it again do it again so it's like you know like uh, what i'm saying is because a lot of uh, the thing is I say as humans because we're all guilty. We we judge a lot, you know. We judge a lot, you know. And I know, I know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm talk, talking. Um, I probably should have given a trigger warning for those watching and listening, like because I know, I know. With when it comes to like talking around suicide, it is a sensitive one. So I'm not. I don't think I have, but I'm nowhere trying to make it, you know, or make it seem like a light thing. Or I'm just, I'm just saying it to to express this idea that like you know. Because it's, it's such a taboo, you know, we we, we don't we don't see past that, um, you know, we don't see past that. Even like a, a few episodes back when we had um, Jodie on the podcast, um, her sister died by suicide, and it was a hard conversation because you you know something you don't know what to say. But honestly, I think that like I always learn from the podcast, but I feel like that episode like, I learned a lot about her, about her sister, and also why like you know when we when we think of suicide, it's not always a thing of uh, the person hates their life. I want to just get out. Yeah. Or not. It might just, it might just be a thing of they hate a situation, and that's the only way they see out. You know. So I think it's just yeah. And again, it's just about better understanding things, better education on certain matters. You know. But back to back to my point is about making it easier for that person. And whatever that person's made peace with, listen. The only thing we can do is give support and not isolate. You know. So that's that's. I think that that is. One thing like I'm, I'm telling myself, it's not just me kind of saying, right, this is what 
that person should do or you guys should do. It's, it's, it's all of us. This is what we should, we should do because, again, we know it's not easy. And, you know, like, where, like, even just as, as crazy as it sounds, like, just having the privilege of, of saying, it's a privilege to say, oh, my mum passed away because she was had an illness or my dad passed away because he had an illness. Compared to, you know, like, someone else might not have the privilege of saying it because their grief comes with so much trauma, you know, it's hard to talk about. They don't feel, they don't know how to open up about it. So you've got to understand that as well. Like, so, you know, that, that, that's what it is. Um, you know, so I do uh, feel that people have, people who might not have experienced grief have a hard time making sense of it and the sense of things you might um, use to accept it. But in my life, I've been very fortunate that few of my very close friends, although they have not experienced grief or trauma in their, in their lives as per se, as deep as it is in mine, but they were there for me from day one. And I think this is something that I really feel lucky and fortunate about because I do remember that one of my friends who um, uh, was in my university, she, she was there with me since day one, the, the, the day it happened. And I do remember her telling me, and this is something which really, you know, kept with me. It stayed with me till uh, until now. And I think it will be stay, it'll stay with me for a long time. Um, I was just talking to her about, you know, how I feel and how I don't want other people to feel guilty and, and so on. And she just told me that it's, it's not about them. Even when, even I'm talking about you, it is about you. I, it's my responsibility to sort of, you know, not make it make it about me because what people might feel other what I've heard and you know so I've spoken to some people who, who sort of vanished away during that uh, hard period in my life, and they, and I asked them this question very genuinely because I wanted to know the things that might push them away as well because you have to understand that they it might be uncomfortable for them as well. So a very recurrent theme that came was the fact that, you know, they just didn't know what to say. And they, because as you know, I guess with both of you, I think you might relate to the fact that with grief, it's like you might completely vanish. You might not return calls, texts. You might just feel like, you know, completely vanishing. So I think a lot. it might... Uh, be uncomfortable for the other people trying to support you, especially if they feel like we, we don't want to talk to them. So this friend of mine, she told me that it's not about other people. It's about you, what you feel. And that stuck with me because if we want to support someone as, you know, if I want to support someone, it's about them. I have to fight my own prejudices, discrimination, and you know whatever concepts I have of what the person is uh, might be feeling. Instead, I just need to focus on them, and really, really, really try to understand them, empathize with them. Yep. That's that's so true. Like, no matter how 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 that grief is, it's not it's not about it's not about you, it's about them. And I think that's probably the first thing when it comes to supporting, being there for someone who's going through grief, you know, just don't, it's not about you. 
you know so that's why like sometimes you may not know what to say you may not you may feel awkward you know I'm sure, I don't know if we've all been there where like we support support someone even though we're grooving ourselves we're trying to support someone who's grooving as well you think what do I say what do I say but the first thing you probably want to bear man it's not about you so just you know that that's that's probably the, the probably the most the best thing to do and the, the most important thing to do I would say because you know but then um, see see what you said but the thing is that that's fine but when it comes to grief that's that's traumatic mm -hmm. how easy how easy is that how easy is it to 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 still have that mentality you know what i'm saying because it is if it's someone if someone passed away due to like maybe natural causes or whatever you can you can probably support them but when it when when that grief is because you cause let's let's be honest like you know you might come across someone who who has passed away due to some traumatic and you want to be there for them but in your mind you're thinking how mm -hmm. can I do that? But the thing is, I think you know how you can do it, but because subconsciously of how of how that, that person's loved one may have passed away, it, it takes over your mind, you know what I'm trying to say? So you kind of, you, you think about it even more deeply, whereas I'm trying to think of, actually, you know what I wanted to do is be there. No matter how traumatic is, what I wanted to do is be there, but because you think, oh, this is, because it's back to what I'm saying with, 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 with taboo with certain things. Like imagine grief already is kind of taboo when, when you speak about it, but imagine grief, you know, due to certain um, trauma, like, you know, like murder or something, how to, it's, it's even, it's harder. You see what I'm saying? It's harder. Yeah, you like, know, it, it reminds me uh, when the incident happened. So after that, it, there was um, an investigation for, for a while, right? And a police investigation. And I was called, a lot of people around, you know, close ones were called. And especially I, because... I was the one who was the last person in touch with her, right? So uh, coming to, to the point was um, a lot of her, uh, my partner's friends and even my friends, they completely, you know, dished out on it because as soon as they realized that it's something to do with the police or something as traumatic as this, they, they didn't know how to be there anymore. And I, I really, really have no grudges over them or I don't feel, you know, angry because I do understand them. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, it's, it's not your place to be there. But on the other hand, although very less in number, there were people who were completely comfortable with that, who stuck with me through that time as well. And they are the reason why I'm still, you know, alive to be very honest. Especially my, the friend who was there with me on the first day, because when I heard the news and I, I think the thing is with grief, um, with death is the fact that you do remember the day it happened. If it happened in front of you, or if you had a phone call, any how you understand, but with someone going to traumatic um, uh, grief, death, it is start, uh, it's the beginning of two things, not just one. It's the beginning of your grieving process, but also it's the day that you get traumatized. And yeah. with me, it, it was um, o o over the coming week, the initial week of the um, incident. Yeah, that's, you, you know what? That, I just had a, a, a thought, like, I think... What you said that is is quite normal 
because normally when you when someone passes, you, you you never I don't think you ever forget the day, the day like you've told told the news. But in your case, it's more than just that day. You talk, it's a lot of things that that are probably are going to be traumatizing. Like so, you know I know you mentioned that it was a yeah the day, but then the investigation. But even even during that period, aside from like aside from like you know your the friends who were there, how did you kind of get yourself to how do you kind of how do you kind of keep yourself going through that mentally? Okay, so first of all, like as you said that you know how hard it is. First, I just wanted to address that. Um, it it was. I see as I I was twenty two years old, okay, and for me it was the end of my innocence when. whatever i had left uh, it was when i walked inside the station and when i walked outside i, I was not a boy anymore i was not I, i was a man i had to grow up really fast and I, I, as you said that you know for for me it was i think because of the, those few uh, people who stuck around and i also ha- have a very supporting family and and i feel very fortunate to have a supporting family supporting friends a very good support system and i do think that because of that support system that i it was all, always available to me it was ha- very easy to make peace with the people who walked out and it's i think it's to be to be very honest i was not angry at them maybe a day the initial frustration that you get but it's more a frustration not a build up of anger it just okay why, why don't you want to talk to me why don't we you, you want to hang out or why do you always keep canceling plans uh, you know maybe i thought about it for one day or two days and i forgot about it but people also have to now that uh, we're here people also have to understand the fact that because we have survived that and if i have to say because i've survived and i'm being totally you know completely honest and telling you how it is because i've survived you know my girlfriend getting murdered and her brother and for me it's not an issue cutting out people from my life i mean i've already seen the worst so it does not matter to me if people who probably aren't supposed to be there in my life have to go away and i say this in all you know not an inch of anger or emotion i just yeah, say yeah. like it's it, it is what it is you know yeah yeah no no definitely i i get that because um because i think that like, with 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 um with grief like it kind of puts things into perspective and it kind of gives you this sense of um like you kind of think you know what I've, i've been through that so anything else after this then it surely i can go through it too right? it's kind of it's kind of like a a a moment of you think of, of of logical thinking like you know i've been through that logical and emotional thinking i've been through i've been through a lot so if if i can if i have can go through that and still manage to function how i am now so surely like if you lose someone here or someone there as in not lose as in through death but as in maybe friends start talking to you because of certain things then it's not It isn't. It's still unknown because we're human, but 
in, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's not as you know you've yep. been through worse. Yeah. You know, so you you don't you don't you don't get too you don't get too hung up on it because you've been through worse. So it's not like oh you know well well why you don't dwell on it too much. You know, um, but with your friends that you said you know mm-hmm. there were some who kind of like left. Did they explain to you, or oh, is because I can't handle it, or did you just, did you just assume that? It it was straight, uh, not picking up my calls, not returning my texts, and just you know va- vanishing, or I'd say running away in a very primitive sense. Because as humans, when we sense danger, we run or we fight. It's like a fight and flight response. With a lot of people, it was I guess the flight response. Okay, so none of them really kind of gave you like, oh, you know what? Uh, not I just can't handle each, each one of them, but with a few of them, they did have the courage to tell me that okay, maybe I cannot do this, and you know, just cancel. It's it just some like if you if you if we talk to if we both are friends, Jermaine and I, and Jermaine is the one going through something, it might not necessarily be grief, and if he wants to hang out with me, it's it's like um an unsaid rule that he's sort of asking for help and maybe, you know, wants to hang out, maybe feel better. Yeah. And if I keep cancelling, it's like telling Jermaine that, okay, maybe I'm not available. It, mm. it all happens very, um, how, how do I put it? Not very directly, Yeah. very indirectly. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I think... Um... I remember um, one of my uh, therapists called Paul, so I think I remember him, um, he, he told me something... Quite, kind of similar to Josh um, when he was talking about how people vanish away from your like um, presence, and I think he told me um, he um, he questioned me. He said, "Do you think that they're they're gone because they don't have time for you, or because they're going through problems um, themselves, so they don't want to be a burden on you, so they will end up just going." This, this, um, this ghosting, you know, and you won't really hear much from them because they're probably going through issues, or it can be either way, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And um, because sadly enough, like even though we're we're going through our own things, so people are going through their own things as well. So in a way, like it's like you. You don't make it about like I, I, I feel personally I've never made it about me where like if a friend someone who's kind of someone who I expected to to be there have not been has not been there so I haven't been like oh why wasn't you there for me because on the on one hand I feel like they make they're going through their own things but on the other it's like well you know like it's just what it is I I don't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight with it like you know if, if that's that's just life you know so you know but everything is down to communication like. You know, but um, yes. yeah, I guess I guess you know holding holding grudges with things like that. Yeah, I I don't do it personally. If you're not there, I'm not gonna be like if I see you again. I'm gonna well, you don't talk to me because you're not there for me. Like, listen, like, you know, I'm the, the main issue is I'm I'm still I'm at peace with myself. You know, um, I'm I'm moving forward. So that's yeah. I don't know. It's just and I think um. Uh, as you asked me earlier, um, what I wanted to say that people going, you know, and not being there did not really bother me. Yeah. You know, it because it's already too much to handle. So uh, it 
it's not my my only worry you know to be supported by everyone because i mean come on you don't need everyone in your life you just need a few people and most importantly you need yourself yeah 100% 100% yep. that's 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 a good a very good way of looking at it to be honest um you know and i, I don't know i think i think just just in kind of in summary yeah i just feel like you know like i mean i just feel like yeah with grief like i like i've probably said a, a lot of times today like just you know you don't know what you don't know what people are going through so before i know it's hard but before you kind of like just think about certain things you know because everyone's story is everyone's story everyone's story is different man you know just because you were able to get over it five 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 years ago and someone's still struggling you know you know we can't we're not we're not we're not, we're not in the same timeline we're all in the same space but our timeline is different you know and that's because of the, of the grief like some people are good some people have a higher propensity to deal with emotions they can handle it well they can you know so we're not because before um i used to feel like when i see people like you know talking about their grief maybe like you know couple months couple months after i'm like that's of course quite soon but it's not up to me to question that yes you're at, you're at a place where you can someone might not be comfortable you know until a year's time or five years time or 10 years time or 20 years time you know that that's that's how it is so just give people give people give people their space but don't isolate them do you know what i mean so like I'll, just to like well question for both well for both of you guys like what's one thing you would kind of say to um to people when it comes to like judging judging someone by by their grief maybe they they don't they don't mean to but you know like their grief has it's like i said before it's it's not it's complex so like what what would one advice you of of not what one, what would be one advice you would give to someone to tell them how not to judge people on their grief um i'll go first so i'll probably say um don't judge them for what happened because it, i think it it takes time of grief and not not a lot of people are going to be able to manage or handle certain um situations um to deal with to do with grief because obviously not everyone has that emotional intelligence to to cope with it but i think some people are able to cope with it better than than others but i think it's also one of those things that you shouldn't let it, let it, um grief consume you but you should learn to be at peace with yourself and also forgiving yourself for the situation and also other people because you don't want it to lead to um resentment or neglecting other areas or parts of your life and people um so yeah it takes time because not everyone will yeah yeah not everyone can handle you know death you know because it's a, a a lot to take in there's a lot of um discipline and um learning to be yourself rather than pretending to act out of character because some people do it um, only because they don't know how to process uh, grief. So yeah, that's what I'll give to the audience. That's good. I think I'd probably say that it, it does get better. I mean, you get better. And when you get better, people around you, you know, they, they get better as well because... your it i think it's more to do about your perspective on life 
and once because it's very hard i think we we all have to work on ourselves and it, it's a very tough process and it's not going to be easy it's going to be very 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 hard but it, it'll get better maybe and there, there's no time frame to it maybe it takes 5 days 5 weeks 5 months 5 years you know but it does get better and people who do understand you who are there to support you i think they should be cherished and you know probably we should always keep them close hmm 100 yes that's 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 very sound advice man and you know i think i think yeah i've pretty much we've pretty much kind of had a good conversation and i think one one thing i've kind of taken from this is like you know it's just not make like when it comes to grief as much as you, you know you have your own grief you know and you don't understand someone else's grief don't make it about you you know don't make it about you and it's easier said than done don't get me wrong but like this yeah there's there's so much to learn there's so much to learn man yeah you know? um and like i i'm even just happy that you've um you've been able to come on today and just be so like so like not only just transparent but just so like you know real 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 about it because you know i you know i think that's that's why i kind of appreciate it you know from our conversation you just understand that you know you've made peace with certain things and it's not you know i don't like and you know what it is i don't you don't look at i don't look at you like oh you know he's just he's not a miserable person he's not like oh because yeah. someone like you know like even just before like off off the record and we just like talking it's just like i won't if i didn't know any better i, I yeah. wouldn't think of you know and but again that's good to see because it just it just shows that you know you are why why it seems like you're you're at a place where you know you're you're dealing with things but at the same time your your character your character you're, you're still you're still who you are like you still how you still yeah. the, the 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 person that people know you know you to be do you know what i mean and i think yeah. that's like you know one thing that i kind of i'm i'm grateful for is you know yes i you know like i lost my parents but i've i haven't lost my 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 character you know I haven't lost who i am and you know and that's and for for me that that's that's what gives me peace as well another thing that gives me peace with with all of this so like just i just i just appreciate you having this conversation with us um you know and as as we always do like in a sort of like a the last thing we do just like just i don't want to want to give you give a chance to like just like plug yourself anything that you're doing like whether it's with the page or anything else you know the tattoos i don't anything else you want to share with the audience and the and the those watching and listening i think for me tattoos has been really really important part of my grief and i think people who know me personally or even if you go, go to my page it's i have mentioned it there because it's something and i'm not saying everyone should get tattoos by the way <laughs> yeah yeah if you're in for it go for it maybe something about it very permanent because so i have um on, on my calf right calf i have a, a sketch by my partner i have uh uh black panther because her brother really really loved black panther and i have a tattoo of um it's, it's kind like, of yes <laughs> it's like also It, it, yeah also i have a, um like a chef a symbol like a round chef symbol because her brother wanted to be um a chef and he passed away at the age of 14 so i have a chef symbol with the 14 in it i have their ages 22 and 14 tattoos has been have been a really 
really close part of it. and it, it just i think it's my way of expression we all <laughs> have our way of expression maybe some sometimes just saying silent that is also expression you know anger frustration crying it's all sorts of expression and we do need to find to express our grief i think which is very very important no matter if you make a page or you talk to a loved one or you just just express it i think i'd like to say that express your grief because i, I you never know i mean i i when i talk to jomain i think we've spoken for like twice now and every time i've learned something new and it has been the case with all of my friends who, who who have been going through grief if they're on instagram or just you know virtually or even in real life i just learn so much from them no i appreciate it. we we've we've learned from you too man you know well, great conversation today man we just we just appreciate um but just before we go where can um like if anyone does have been listening where can they find your page whether it's your um to be a page about your grief or your personal page so like where where can people find you on like on the socials so i i'm just on instagram by the name navigating grief and loss and na- navigating life with grief and loss it's 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 quite big and i think it it it'll be okay if you you know uh, mention it yeah and definitely i'll I'll, I'll, i'll definitely put it on the um on the notes yeah when this episode comes out so um that's not yeah. a you know just 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 in case anyone listen watching they want to like just i don't know go on it was 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 speak but um but it's it's been it's been great um you know for everyone listening i know it was as always grief is always a heavy topic but it doesn't it's not but it's it's one that can be quite um we can how can i put we can we can we can and it's heavy but we and we can enjoy it at the same time i think it's it's been a bit of both today where like it's been heavy you know um and I know there's a lot a lot of a lot of probably be quite triggering mm-hmm. uh, things that much said so for everyone who are listening if you had felt like you've been triggered um apologies and I just hope that you know if you are finding yourself in a, in a similar situation where you know your grief comes with some form of trauma that you are that you have some found some um I would say some comfort in in this conversation and you you have people around you who are helping you through that journey or or helping you through that place of trying to find peace because as as we said like that that is it is what it's about and like I said it's not about what peace looks like to us it's what peace looks like to you and that's the main thing and and just being yourself and not allowing this this grief to to um define you you know so that that's that's what I, I would say and often and that um appreciate everyone listening and um hopefully you subscribe to the podcast on our, on all platforms so on youtube if you're watching on and if you're listening on spotify on apple podcast um google podcast as well and also follow our page at thinking out loud pod underscore but if that was too much to catch no worries i'm going to put everything in the episode notes so you know that's all good but um Joshua thank you man Yeah, appreciate Josh. Thank you.